Have you ever had a dream or a vision for your life that is so real and so visceral that it just completely consumes you? Well, I sure have. I've been a dreamer my whole life, and I know all too well what it feels like to be taken over by a dream. And when I look back a few years at my gender realization, I remember this vision and its aftermath as being so powerful and so all-encompassing that it just completely took over my life. And it was like, as soon as I saw this truth and I opened to the possibilities, it's like I got sucked through a sort of portal where all I could do was just hang on for dear life. And even though, yes, of course, this vision was beautiful and amazing, it was also really intimidating because it was so powerful that I couldn't say no to it. <laughs> and so it kind of felt like I was at the mercy of whatever this vision was asking of me. And it's crazy because over the next few months, after seeing the truth of my gender, over and over again, I found myself taking these huge risks without any regard to the amount of chaos that they would bring into my life. And it was kind of like I had become so invested into the dream that I couldn't even keep myself from blowing up my entire life. Uh, so before I knew it, as I kept saying yes to gender, everything fell apart. I mean everything. <laughs> I got divorced. I went through bankruptcy. I was living out of my car. I experienced extreme violence. I was totally alone and lost. And all of this happened in a matter of months. And so it was like, as soon as I had this vision, everything that was attached to my old life, it just sort of vanished into thin air. But the crazy thing is that I was so committed to manifesting this dream that I truly was willing to give everything up. And so apparently that's exactly what needed to happen. But even though I lost a lot, obviously this was a transformational experience which changed everything for me. And if I were asked to do it all over again, I absolutely would. <laughs> and so this isn't me saying, don't go for your dreams, but instead I'm saying, hey, can we talk about how intense this is? <laughs> because similar to me, I think that some of you are having gender-related dreams that are so radical and so powerful that they are also asking everything of you, or at least that's how it feels as you're going through this process. And so in your own way, you might be faced with the question of how far are you willing to go in pursuit of your truth? Or as I like to say, what are you willing to give up in order to be yourself? And the reason I like phrasing this question with a sort of negative connotation is because for me, as a dreamer, 
my natural tendency is to do the opposite and to only consider the positive side of the equation, which would be all the incredible things that I stand to gain as a result of realizing my dreams. And so it's not that there's anything wrong with being optimistic, of course, I'm a very optimistic person, but for me, it's just really easy to use my optimism as a means of escape. And it's like I'm kind of energetically betting the house on just a dream. <laughs> and as I'm doing that, I'm also obsessively reassuring myself that, oh, it's all going to be okay because I've got this happy ending waiting for me in the future, right? <laughs> and then because of that unbalanced thinking, I find myself taking bigger and bigger risks and ultimately violating my own tolerance in pursuit of this fantasy. But just to be clear, it is totally normal and healthy to consider the upside of a situation and use it as a sort of comforting motivation as you're navigating the challenging aspects of risking it all, so to speak. And so, of course, you're going to dream about the day when you look a certain way or you feel a certain way or you're having certain kinds of experiences. So all of that is a natural part of the manifestation process. But what I'm trying to highlight in this conversation is this tendency that I've noticed within myself to lean too heavily into the upside without also honoring the downside. And the reason that I find this to be problematic is because when I do it, I get myself into a sort of lopsided, slightly delusional space where I'm not connected to reality. So just for example, with this project, Gender Alchemy, I have an amazing vision in my mind of all the incredible things that are associated with this work. And this vision is so strong and so real to me that up until this point, I've been willing to tolerate extreme levels of risk in order to continue pursuing it. And the main reason that I'm willing to do that is because I've got this anticipated upside, right? And throughout the way, I'm kind of reassuring myself by saying, oh, just listen to all these beautiful comments and these emails that you're getting and think of all the good that this project can do and just you just got to keep creating and you just got to keep trusting that this is all going to magically work out. And so, of course, that isn't necessarily untrue and there's nothing wrong with thinking those things, but it's more like I'm using these perspectives in order to distance myself from the reality of my situation. And the reality for me right now is that this project is not financially viable at least not right now. And so because of that, I'm not really in a position to continue creating full time. And so that means that in addition to me believing with all my heart that this is going to work out, I also need to be practical and realistic about my financial situation. And the reason that I know that now 
is because over the past few weeks, I've been using this question, what am I willing to give up? I've been using it to kind of find clarity and invite a little bit more balance into my situation and better understand within myself, what am I willing to tolerate and give up in pursuit of this dream? And so from the outside, you're probably saying, well, duh, Lauren, <laughs> like, how could you not be clear about something like that? But that's the thing, like, I'm such a dreamer. And most of the time, I don't actually know where the line is between dreaming and reality. And because I get so heavily invested into my dreams and I see them clear as day, I usually end up doing some kind of crazy shit in order to bring those dreams into reality. And so that's why I need these kinds of questions in order to help me find clarity about how far I really am willing to go with something. But it's interesting because when I look back at my transition and I consider all the things that I was giving up in order to honor that path, I can say confidently that the dream of being me, of being Lauren, that dream actually was more important than everything else, including housing and stability and companionship and on and on and on. And so really it's only because that dream was such a high priority for me that I was able to put myself in such extremely risky situations. And even though I didn't really consciously understand this principle at the time, looking back, I realize now that this sort of all-in, balls-out behavior, <laughs> this was simply a result of my value system at the time. And so, of course, I'm not trying to tell you where gender or sexuality are supposed to land on your list of priorities. And I'm not trying to say what your risk tolerance is supposed to be, but instead I'm saying, hey, maybe you can use this question, what are you willing to give up in order to inform your decision-making process? Because if you're clear that you want your gender truth more than you want your parents to approve of you, and you know that you want to come out more than you want your partner to accept you, then you can use that knowledge as a sort of bottom line for the situation. And when you know what your bottom line is and you know what your value system is, then when it comes time to choose between transitioning and let's say getting fired, <laughs> well, the decision is gonna be that much easier to make because you've found that clarity within yourself. And it's not that the situation itself is gonna be any less challenging, of course, but the benefit is that you're gonna have this sort of inner clarity where you know how far you're willing to go in pursuit of your dreams. And also don't forget that you can also use this question as a way of sorting through your internal baggage. So for example, if you're a highly fearful person and your fears are keeping you from exploring gender, 
then you can ask yourself, am I willing to give up my fear in order to pursue my dreams? Or am I willing to give up my insecurity and my self-criticism in order to be a more creative person? But again, this isn't about right answer, wrong answer. And it's not about shaming yourself into having different answers, but it's more like we're using this to find clarity uh, just so that we can make more informed and balanced decisions throughout the creative process. And if you want even more support throughout that process, then you should consider joining my brand new monthly group coaching program. So this is an intimate, heart-centered, community-oriented container that is designed to compassionately support you as you pursue these visions of your soul. And so there's a link in the description and I can't wait to hear about what you're dreaming of. All right, my friend, I'll see you in the next one.